How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 25 Chapter 4 This is Season 25 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 4. In this episode, we will be elaborating the nature of choice in the context of our bodily rhythms, consensual and non-consensuality. To start off, any consumption choice that reoccurs can be thought of as having its own cycle of bodily rhythm. So for example, let's say you have an energy drink every four hours to drink while working. The consumption time being five minutes. The cycle of the rhythm is 300 seconds over 14,400 seconds. This cycle coexists with another cycle, being the consumption cycle for coffee. So, let's say you have a coffee every six hours while working. The time it takes you to drink it is five minutes. The cycle is 300 seconds over 21,600 seconds. Now these cycles are linked due to the fact that you ultimately choose one or the other to consume at a regular interval in your cycle. This means that whenever you choose coffee, you are inhibiting the impulse to drink and energy drink, and vice versa. As a result of the inhibition of one or the other, the one that is inhibited, its ratio of task time over period of the cycle, is reduced while the one that is not inhibited, preserves the same cycle ratio. Thus, choices between alternatives generate linked cycles of bodily rhythm. Now, as explained in the episodes in relation to disappearing object phenomenon, our impulses govern our relationship to objects. If you quickly flip between cycles, you will ultimately have an impact on the pathway that you travel through time and space from the past to the future. There are two reasons for this. First, we know that consensuality involutes into non-consensuality. And second, we know that the pathway which history chooses is the simplest one, through parsimony. Let me explain what I mean. Let's say you are outside smoking a cigarette. Now sometimes you smoke two cigarettes in a row. Sometimes you don't. Today, at this particular moment, you choose to smoke one. This means you inhibit the impulse to smoke a second cigarette. This results in the smoking ratio decreasing. Then, you go inside, you pull out your phone, you put it in your pants pocket. After you take your jacket off, you start walking towards the kitchen, intending on getting a coffee. You pull out your phone on the way to the fridge and look at it. You then put it back in your pants pocket. You open the fridge to get the milk for your coffee, but decide instead to have an energy drink, any one but orange. That is to say, you are inhibiting the impulse to have a coffee, which decreases the ratio. You are also inhibiting the impulse to have an orange energy drink, which decreases the ratio. Then, standing in front of the fridge, you decide, no, I will have an orange energy drink. Thus, you begin inhibiting the impulse to have coffee or any color but orange. You take the orange energy drink and open it, begin drinking, now you check the phone in your pocket it is no longer there. You go back and check your jacket pocket. It is there. What happened? Space and time are ultimately entangled with our impulses. We know that the pathway that led to you having the orange energy drink is the one in which you left your phone in your jacket, because that is where you found it. But we also know the following. Every inhibited impulse has an impact on the ratio of that choice or rhythm. And these ratios, when they are alternatives, have an impact on each other. That is to say, the frequency with which you look at your phone, as a rhythm, determines where your phone remains at any given moment. So, 
the dislodging of that task by another ratio could impact ultimately where your phone ends up between cycles. As an example, imagine that you look at your phone every 15 minutes for 15 seconds. The ratio is 15 seconds over 600 seconds. Now, imagine that when you smoke two cigarettes at a time, you also don't look at your phone for 20 minutes. So, smoking two cigarettes, that is a decrease in the period of the smoking cycle, is linked to an increase in the period of the phone checking cycle. As a result, when you're smoking two cigarettes, you tend to look at your phone less frequently, which means that it can end up at a farther radius from your person. Now, due to the temperature of the drink, you tend to have an orange energy drink when you smoke two cigarettes in a row rather than a coffee. So the ratio of the energy drink cycle is linked to the two cigarette cycle, which we know is linked to the lower cycle for the phone. In other words, if you choose to smoke two cigarettes, you're more likely to have an orange energy drink. All of this tells us that the simplest pathway from smoking that cigarette to checking your phone to choosing an orange energy drink is the one in which the phone remains in your jacket pocket. Now, there is an added benefit of looking at our consumption choices in this way from the standpoint of cycles of bodily rhythm. Since emotional calibration involves the repetition of historical cycles, we can see that just as our choices reflect cyclical patterns, so too do the cyclical patterns of history. Thus, the ratios of these cycles may ultimately be linked to particular power levels, which move or change depending upon linked cycles. This is of course a topic which requires further elaboration, which will be done in later episodes. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.